or not. So uh, come and join them. And I have a couple more here. Uh, one is from Phyllis, and she has three tables of food items. So if you want to stop in after the service, they're um, on tables in the gym, and you can pick up any of those items that might interest you. Lisa? Uh-huh. Diana, did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. Sewing Club is not this Tuesday. That's my mistake. It's the following Tuesday, the 20 Monday. Monday, the 24th. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, let's see, I have one more announcement from Lucy Tressler. She is looking for people to join her on Wednesday, May 26th at 9.30 to plant the vegetable garden for our food cupboard. The rain date will be Thursday, May 27th. Um, thanks to Randy Smith for once again providing lovely geraniums in the front of the church. And if you want to join Helping in the Garden, you can call Lucy, 517-423-8097. And then I'm going to turn it over to Kim. He has a couple of announcements as well this morning. Uh, first announcement is Crystal is graduating next Saturday. Uh, it is virtual, so if anyone wants to watch the graduation online, let me know and I'll give you the, the link so you can uh, watch the graduation. I have no idea how much she'll be in it, but it's all been pre-recorded. Um, and second, I want to thank Louise for the donation of some clothes for my veteran, um, but I can still use more clothes for the girls, so if you know of anyone that has kids' clothes, have them contact me and I will give them the sizes needed. Thank you. All right, let us move on to worship. Okay, if you'll join me for the call to worship this morning. The heavens declare the righteousness of God. The, the earth, earth declares, declares God's beauty. beauty. From the rising of the sun to its setting, God's, God's word shines forth in glory. Our first hymn is on page 428, For the Healing of the Nations. Peace. 
pride of status, race, and schooling, dogmas that obscure your plan. In your common quest for justice, may we hallow life's peace. join me in the opening prayer. O oh God, God of promise, promise creator, creator of, of the cosmos, you are the first light breaking through the void, and the final light we shall eternally enjoy. Keep our hearts ever vigilant as we wait to welcome you, that you would find us clothed in love, dressed for action, and eager to receive you. Amen. Our next hymn is 581, Lord, Whose Love Through Humble Service. i 
your abundant life to share. Called by worship to your service, forth in your dear name we go. To the child, the youth, the aged, love in living deeds to show. Hope and health, goodwill and comfort, counsel aid and peace we give. That your servant, Lord, in freedom, may your mercy know and live. Please join me in our prayer for illumination. God of hope, by faith we know that you created the world and that what is seen is made by things that are not visible. Open our eyes to your presence among us that we may hear your word with clarity and assuredness of hope as we follow you in all righteousness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our first scripture reading today is Zechariah 7, verses 8 through 12. And the word of the Lord came again to Zechariah. This is what the Lord Almighty said. Administer true justice. Show mercy and compassion to one another. Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the foreigner or the poor. Do not plot evil against each other but they refused to pay attention. Stubbornly, they turned their backs and covered their ears. They made their hearts as hard as flint and would not listen to the law or to the words that the Lord Almighty had sent by his spirit through the earlier prophets. So the Lord Almighty was very angry. The word of God for the people of God, and you say... Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. <clears throat> Jesus said, sell your possessions and give alms, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Honor God with the sacrifice of thanksgiving and come into God's courts with praise. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to 
then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. And when I think that God is not sparing, send him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on the cross my burden gladly bearing, and died to take away my sin. Then sing my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art. shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home what joy shall fill my heart then I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim my God how great thou art then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Now our doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly you look down from heaven, see all humankind, and long to call us home. Accept these gifts on behalf of your people that they would increase faith, nurture hope, and be reckoned as righteous in your sight. Amen. Now is our time for our youth moments, so I'd like to invite our youth and children to come on up to the front area here uh, with your masks spread out a little bit, um, and I will be right down.
Good morning. Good morning. Everybody awake? Yep. Think so? Okay. Before we get started, could I ask a responsible adult to find the basket of those things that we give out when we end with this? Because I don't. Oh, you got it? All right. Never mind. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I agree. All right. So, have you guys ever heard of bullying? Do you guys know what bullying is? What is it? That's right, when someone's being mean to you or, or somebody else. Well, hopefully they don't, but that could happen too. Is it nice to bully people? No, no it's not. Um, have you ever seen someone else being bullied? Uh, no. Can, can you sit down? Uh, no. no, okay, well, well, unfortunately, it, it happens. Um, and it doesn't happen just in schools. It happens with adults, too, in lots of places, in, in all of the places in the world. Um, but if you saw someone being bullied, what do you think you could do to help? What? You could ask them to stop, yeah. Okay, we could get an adult to help. Okay. What do you think Jesus would want us to do if, if we saw someone being bullied? Okay. AJ, what do you think? Um, I think that God would say, could you please stop? Could you please, I think you should, I think you should, so could you please stop? Yeah, I... Keep your hands to your own body. Yes, keep your hands to your own body. Um, I think you're right, AJ. I think God would want us to, to try and help, to speak up. Um, and sometimes that can be scary. It can be scary to speak up against a bully. Um, and you know what? It, it's scary as an adult sometimes, too, to speak out against bullies. But I do think it's something that, that God would want us to do. But even though we might feel nervous or scared or like it's just us, God is always with us. So, so God is standing there with you, okay? So I know it's hard, and I want you to make sure that, I'm, I bet your schools all have rules about, about bullying, so make sure you're following those rules. I don't want anybody getting, getting in trouble here. Um, but I want you guys to try, if you ever see someone being bullied or something that doesn't look right, to speak up. Um, and, if, and if you're nervous or worried, go get an adult. That's always the best thing you can do, okay? Okay, does that, that sound good to you guys? You think we can do that? Okay. All right. Um, I need your help with something else. It is the Lord's Prayer. How did you guess?
Just do your best, okay? All right, everybody ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us our trespasses. And we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. You guys did an awesome job. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me. And oh, there's the basket. That, uh, that we buy the brand name suckers. We buy the good stuff. So if any of the adults want to come during that time, you are all children of God. You are invited to come forward. It's the only way you're getting a sucker, though. All right. If you would please join me again in an attitude of prayer. Holy God, we come before you with so much in our hearts and in our minds. We have joys and concerns. We want to lift those to you. This morning we lift up prayers for Lisa's son and daughter-in-law, Ethan and Megan. Their brand new baby daughter, Kenzie Lou, arrived Monday morning and I have seen photos. She is adorable. Um, they are awaiting test results to see if she, too, uh, has SMA. So prayers for those uh, test results. Okay, so she does have it. So prayers for her um, and her whole family as they work through what that reality will mean for them. Um, we have prayers for Drake, who was in a serious car accident. He is the young son of Jessica Bayshore's friend. So prayers for healing. Um, we have continued prayers for Dee Warren and her family. She has now been missing for three weeks. Um, so prayers that she will be found healthy and safe um, and her family. Um, we have prayers um, also for Jessica Bayshore for a speedy recovery from her foot surgery and that she would listen to her doctor and her grandmother. <laughs> um, prayers for uh, Phyllis Ross. Um, as you know, Terry passed away back in April um, and uh, still working through 
um, all of that. So prayers for her. Um, prayers for Andrea Boley's Aunt Sherry, who is with hospice care. Um, prayers for Bill Marshall, who has stage four lung cancer, which has moved throughout his body. Um, cards and phone calls of support are, of course, welcome. Bill and his wife Sherry are longtime members. Um, prayers for Luann's son-in-law, Ken Boley, who injured his hand in a saw accident recently. Uh, Vicki Barber, Abigail's, which is uh, Luann's granddaughter, um, Abigail's grandmother passed away Tuesday morning um, from respiratory problems compounded by COVID. So prayers for their family as they are mourning. Um, we have prayers to our awesome God. Uh, Sheila's friend Paula received the news that she is cancer-free. Um, so that is always something to celebrate. Um, Martha's sister, Choice, uh, has fallen as at St. Joe's with a head injury as well as heart issues, so continued prayers for her healing. And then an update on Sam uh, Solomon. Um, he was the gentleman who had a double lung transplant um, because of complications with COVID. He is out of the ICU and in a regular room, uh, which is a good sign that his body is starting to accept that transplant. Um, so again, praises there and continued prayers that um, his body continues to accept um, that transplant. Yes. That's an Adrian, right? Okay. She has dementia. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Lord, you have heard the names we have lifted both in prayer and concern. We ask for your healing touch and intervention. We ask that you would work with the hands of those who help to heal us, our doctors and nurses, our surgeons, our lab technicians and research scientists, our social workers and psychologists, and so many more. We thank you for all of their efforts and sacrifice of their time and even their own well-being in many cases. And we pray for healing for all who are suffering, whether physically, emotionally, or mentally. Lord, we also lift up our prayers for those who work to keep us safe in this world. We pray for all of our service men and women serving in the military and the armed forces. We pray for our police and firefighters and first responders. God, we ask that you would live in their hearts and in their minds, guide them in their words and actions and all that they do. We pray that you would keep them safe and strong. And Lord, for those who are serving far away, we pray that they may be able to return home soon and we could begin to see an end of conflict in this world. But Lord, we know that for conflict to end in this world, much needs to change. We have seen incredible conflict in our own country due to hatred and anger, conspiracy and confusion, racism, injustice, and so many other things that continue to tear us apart. We have lost sight of the things that 
show us that we are truly together the same as your beloved children. We continue to see those same conflicts around the world. We see horrible things done in the name of you in some cases and in the name of claiming power. God, we pray that you would help us to be better. We pray that you would send your Holy Spirit to envelop this world in your peace and call us clearly to work alongside your Spirit towards those efforts for peace. Help us to see each other the way we truly are, the way you see us as all your beloved children, worthy and equal of being and life and mercy and grace and love. All of these things we lift in your name and in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. My fellow children of God, remember that God loves us. Therefore, by the mercy of God, let us cease to do evil and learn to do good. If you would please join me in our prayer of confession. Holy God, God you, you call, call us to, to do good, good, seek justice, and care for those in need. Yet how often we place our own comforts above compassion for others. Forgive us, we pray, and cleanse us from these and all our offenses through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please take a few moments now for silent prayer and confession. Beloved children of the Most High God, our God is merciful and kind. Though our sins are like scarlet, they become like snow. Be at peace, for our sins are washed clean by the goodness of God. Amen. Would you please join me for the affirmation of faith? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father and will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Universal Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our second scripture reading today is Isaiah 
1, verses 16 through 20. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The word of God for the people of God, and you say, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Our next uh, hymn is number 584, Lord, you give the Great Commission.
Lord, you show us love's true measure. Father, what they do forgive. Yet we hoard as private treasure all that you so freely give. Our third scripture reading for this morning comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 31, verses 1 and 2, and then continuing at verses 8 and 9. The sayings of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance his mother taught him. Listen, my son, listen, son of my womb. Listen, my son, the answer to my prayers. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. This is the word of God for the people of God, and you say, thanks be to God. Please join me again in an attitude of prayer. Holy and loving God, you called the prophets to speak truth to power, and you still call your people today to do the same. You call us to live lives like Jesus lived, to care for those in need, to challenge the status quo when oppression is found, to reach out to one another, and to love each other, even our enemies. Help us to live up and into these calls for our lives, for your greater glory and not ours. And now may the words of my mouth and meditations of our hearts together in this place be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. All right. Well, today we are closing out our sermon series, Proverbs, Words of Wisdom, where we have been studying some key passages from that book of the Bible, along with some companion passages that further support the lessons and instructions being offered there. Up to now, we have worked with lessons on guarding our hearts, carrying cheerful hearts, um, God's plans versus humans' plans, and how we sharpen each other to be better through our interactions with each other. 
Today our message is going to focus primarily once again on our reading from Proverbs, but we will be pulling in from our readings from Zechariah and Isaiah as well. This message is titled, Speak Up. So let's start with our reading from Zechariah to see what kinds of themes and messages or instructions that we find there. Right from the start, we find in verse 8 that God is speaking to Zechariah, telling him what he needs to tell the people and the rulers to do. This is what the Lord Almighty said, administer true justice, show mercy and compassion to one another, do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the foreigner or the poor, do not plot evil against each other. Seems pretty straightforward in my opinion. Some quick bullet points about what we should and should not do. The people that Zechariah was bringing this message to should have been able to understand these things, at least I would imagine they would. But when we continue reading at verse 11, well, we find out what happens next. But they refused to pay attention. Stubbornly, they turned their backs and covered their ears. They made their hearts as hard as flint and would not listen to the law or to the words that the Lord Almighty had sent by his spirit through earlier prophets, so the Lord Almighty was very angry. Let me just say that even reading aloud those words, so the Lord Almighty was very angry, it makes me uneasy and a little nervous. But we are told very clearly that when we don't follow God's commandments, when we do not administer true justice, when we don't show mercy and compassion, when we don't stop oppressing people, all of that stuff, God is not happy with us. God wants us to be doing those things. God calls us to do those things. And it's not like this was brand new news to the people that Zechariah was bringing this message to. The passage even says they made their hearts as hard as flint and would not listen to the law which they had had for a while, or the words the Lord Almighty had sent by his spirit through earlier prophets. Well, let's see what another prophet of God has to offer in the words from Isaiah. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Sounding fairly familiar, I think. Here again, we have a prophet of God telling the people what they need to be doing. Follow these things. Straightforward. Not much wiggle room. Just be good people. Now, something to note here is that unlike the rather negative nature of what Zechariah delivered, Isaiah's message continues with a pretty positive justification for this change in action and attitude. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. So it's fairly positive until that last part. My point here, though, is that 
God is telling the people to do these things so that God can, can forgive their sins and bless them and be pleased with them. Zechariah's message doesn't offer any specific incentive or punishment if these things aren't followed, but we do find out when they are not followed, God is angry. So I think based on even just these two passages, we can safely say that God cares about how we conduct ourselves in the world. God wants us to do good or right things. God wants us to seek justice, true justice. God wants us to defend the oppressed and care for those who are in need, like the widows, the orphans, and the foreigners. God does not turn a blind eye to our action or inaction. All right, let us get to our reading now from Proverbs 31st chapter and see what we find there. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Now, in the beginning of this passage, we are told that these are the words of a king, King Lemuel, which were taught to him by his mother, and he is now passing these things on to others. I have to say these words sound awfully familiar to what we've already heard in Zechariah and Isaiah. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of the destitute. Well, back in that time in history, the poor, the widows, the orphans, and the foreigners were typically the people who could not speak up for themselves as they had no standing in society or the law. They were also most likely to be the destitute. And then we hear, speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and needy. Sounds a lot like, to me, just like seek justice and defend the oppressed and administer true justice. Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the foreigner or the poor. If these ideas were being floated around all the way back then, time and time again, I have to believe that there is something to them. Why else would God continue to send the same message over and over again through different prophets? Why else would we find this same message not just in the teachings of the Old Testament, but also in the words and actions of Christ and the disciples and the apostles? I think that there is an inherent issue with these commandments or instructions. And that issue is that doing all these things, at least at some level, goes against the norm of society and the world. Now, just how much it goes against or how that has changed over time and through history is absolutely 100% open for discussion, debate, and further research. But we do know that these ways of acting and treating others often pushed back against the norms of the day or at least against the systems of power that were holding them at bay. Right now, I think if you asked most people if we should seek justice, they would agree. How that justice is sought and for whom it is sought tends to be where things splinter and get kind of muddy. Right now, I think if you asked most people if we should show mercy and compassion to one another, again, I think most people would agree. 
but in heated moments of frustration and anger that so many of us find ourselves in during this pandemic and the other crises of life, unfortunately, it can be easy to take out those frustrations on someone else, often someone completely innocent and removed from the situation. And therein lies the problem. We might all agree on the need to do these things or the appropriateness of these actions, but we may not all see the same way to do it or may, may not all interpret their meanings in the same way. Justice for one person might look different for another. Standing up against oppression might look different depending on who is being oppressed, who the oppressor is, or how someone even understands the meaning of oppression in any given context. So what are we to do? How do we find ways to come together and still follow these instructions, these commandments to live right? Well, I believe that we should begin with the instructions in Proverbs. Speak up. That means speaking up when we believe we are witness to injustice, to oppression, to mistreatment of others. And unfortunately, most of the time, that will mean speaking truth to power. And power does not usually appreciate when truth is spoken to it. Which also means that speaking up may feel uncomfortable at times. It may feel like you are standing against the world. It may mean that you are standing on the other side from a loved one or a friend. But we must also remember that we are not alone. God is always with us. And God asks us to speak up for others to help end their suffering, to help them be seen as whole and equal in the world. Our God is not a quiet God. Yes, there are instances in Scripture that talk about the whispers of God and the Spirit um, and other things kind of in that realm, and the Holy Spirit can move very creatively in ways that maybe are not quite as loud as we might be thinking. But we also have a God who held apart the rushing waters so the Israelites could escape Egypt. We have a God who shakes mountains and moves them. When the Pharisees told Jesus to quiet his disciples who were loudly praising God, saying, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest, Jesus said back to those Pharisees, I tell you, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Speaking up, speaking out, speaking truth to power. These aren't easy things to do. They can and often do come at a cost. It often leads to disagreements, fighting, breaking of friendships and even families, and tragically much more. Historically, when people have spoken up, it has cost them dearly. The systems of power and oppression do not like to be challenged and will often do whatever it takes to silence those voices. Martin Luther King Jr., Dietrich Bonhoeffer, Countless journalists, activists, preachers, pastors, teachers, children, and so many more have lost their lives by speaking truth to power. But our God is an awesome God. 
Our God stands with us against the evils in the world and the sins of humankind. God doesn't run away. God doesn't abandon. I know that speaking truth to power is a very scary idea. Believe me, as a pastor, I get it. Not every sermon is going to be about the cuddly, warm, soft Jesus who says, let the little children come to me. Sometimes the sermons are about the Jesus who flipped tables and beat people with a whip for desecrating his father's house. But I know it is scary because often you can feel alone with this feeling sitting in your heart and in your stomach. You know it needs to come out and be shared. You know you need to speak up. But you worry that you will lose people, people you love and care about. You worry you might hurt people. And those things can happen. But something else I think we need to be thinking about with this is if we always try to deliver messages of truth to power with love and in a loving way, we are at least following what God calls us to do. We don't have to beat people over the head with things. Phys or physically or, you know, otherwise. We don't need to be mean or cruel, even if at times it might feel warranted and fair. We can speak truth to power. We can speak up with love, through love and in love. You can ask God to guide your words and actions you can ask God to send the Holy Spirit to stand beside you and hold your hand and give you the words that you need to speak. I pray when those instances come about in your presence that you will do that. You will ask for God's help. You will ask for the Holy Spirit. And then you will speak up. The world needs to hear your voice too. Amen. For our closing song, um, we are going to again have a more contemporary song. Um, this one is by Casting Crowns, who we have heard another number from earlier, uh, about two weeks ago, I think. Um, and we are going to continue to look at some other songs as we go in the quote-unquote contemporary realm, um, but a more broadened look so we're not driving anybody bonkers or making you hold your ears. Um, but this song is called Until the Whole World's Until the Whole World Hears.
Beloved children of the Most High God, be dressed for action and ready to serve, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Be not afraid, for it is God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, an unfailing treasure and eternal blessing. Go now in peace and serve the Lord. Amen. Open my eyes that I may see. 
glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Place in my hands the wonderful key that shall unclasp and set me free. Silently now I wait for thee, ready my God. 